Hi everybody, this is Kirby, and today I want to talk to you about Cortex. So you're going to hear over the next couple of episodes, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, we have decided to switch over from Genesis to Cortex. Because we record so infrequently, we have players who have to be brought back up to speed on Genesis every six to eight weeks, with uh, j just based off of the format of our show and players just not being at the same table uh, all the time. In fact, they kind of prefer that way. They like the mystery of what's going on with the other players, and that's great. But I think in doing so, we just don't leverage Genesis how I think it should be leveraged. Uh, we find ourselves going over the basics over and over and over, and I don't think we're really doing the system much justice and so i decided that i wanted to adopt a system that that strive for the same narrative goals as genesis but is way easier for our team to refresh on because a lot of my players are not regular tabletop players uh, they have done the occasional one shot with me in the past before we started this crazy endeavor of doing our own actual play and so their only gameplay of Genesis really is this podcast. Um, any other time, it's whatever random game of the week I'm trying to get people to play, or even just classic D&D, they play that more often. They don't even get that to the table too often. So I think this is going to be a great move. We, in fact, have already recorded a few episodes where... We've started using the system, and so you're going to uh, hear me talk them through the basics of the uh, system, which I think they picked up very quickly, and I think it's going to resonate with us. Uh, and on that same note, I do want to point out before we get into things that we were able to record several episodes worth of content, so we should be hitting a more reliable stride now that we have a backlog and if we don't well then that bottleneck is my fault at that point because uh, i have all these episodes sitting in queue that i would have to edit but i should be able to edit them at a rate to deliver episodes to you the dedicated listener more often now uh, in this episode we won't be featuring any actual play this episode is mostly to deliver those two items of news and then also go over the basics of Cortex Plus, a little bit of background, uh, the base mechanics, and that's pretty much it. We're not going to dig into the weeds, partly because Cortex Prime should be releasing around the corner. I'm not sure how much that's going to change, and also partly because I'm, I'm not quite sure how much I could just share out there in the open to people without the developer getting upset about it. Cortex Plus uh, has power systems such as Smallville RPG, uh, the Firefly RPG, uh, also uh, a Marvel superhero game. It has taken a lot of different forms, but at its core it is still the same game more or less among each of those titles. Uh, for, for example, Smallville you didn't have your classic uh, attributes like strength or constitution or whatever. Your stats were based off your relationship with other people. In the Marvel Heroics game, your stats were based off how well you fought with other people or if you were more of a solo character. So 
uh, Wolverine would be rolling a higher die than if he was off by himself than he would be if he was fighting in a team, for example. No matter the system, the base concept is always there. You're rolling a dice pool, uh, usually made up of at least two dice, and they vary in sizes from a d4 to a d12, and when you roll them, uh, no matter how many dice you roll, you're always counting the highest two results. Now, there are other things that factor into this. You can spend plot points, which is a meta currency, very similar to Genesis story points and functions a little differently from game to game, but the gist is still there. You're still spending this uh, meta currency to influence the narrative or to give yourself better odds when trying to do a thing within the game. Now, before the player rolls, uh, anytime you hear me telling the player that they need to roll something, I have either, or I'm about to, uh, roll dice of my own. I uh, I will always roll against them if they are trying to roll against a situation or against an NPC um, to set the stakes. And uh, essentially what that means is uh, I'll put together my own dice pool uh, that will always also have at least two dice, but may have additional dice such as complications. Uh, which we'll talk about here in a second. So basically I roll, I add the two highest dice, I potentially add more in a similar fashion like the players, and those are the stakes I've set. There there are optional rolls where I could just pick a number, uh, but I like the idea of just rolling to see how high stakes a given thing is. Now, the player has to beat the score. Um, it's not meet and beat like with a lot of other systems like say D&D where you have your target number. So long as you hit the target number or roll higher, you do the thing. Here, they have to absolutely beat the number that I roll. And so there's a little bit of tension there. Uh, ties always go to the defender, which is most often going to be me, but players could roll against each other as well. And essentially, it is very much pass or fail. It, it doesn't have to be. We, we could do stuff like fail forward, etc. Uh, there is a caveat here where ones are more specifically in Firefly, in the context of Firefly, ones are called jinxes. And essentially I could buy that uh, at a cost of a plot point giving to the player uh, to create a complication of some sort for uh, the player. Normally it will be related to what they're doing. And it could be a number of things. If they're being chased around uh, and they find themselves in an alleyway, the complication could be surrounded by goons. If they are trying to solve a super important math problem so that they can save humanity, a complication there could be panic or it could be a miscalculation complication. But whatever the complication is, we will essentially roll it in my dice pool, in the defender's dice pool, anytime we feel like it's relevant to what the player is trying to roll for. Following along with that miscalculation complication, subsequent rolls where the player is trying to do more research or maybe they're trying to develop the thing that they have have already designed and that miscalculation is going to get rolled against them. Uh, and that complication can grow. Uh, complications start at a D6 and then can grow to be D12s. And when it grows bigger than a D12, 
the character gets taken out. Now, taken out doesn't necessarily mean the character just ups and dies. If you're out on a date and you're making social-based roles, you're not just suddenly going to have an aneurysm and die on your date just because you were, quote-unquote, taken out. It does mean that uh, they won't be able to really do much in the sense of the scene. Uh, so depending on how they get taken out, it doesn't mean that they're loss because there's a second way you can get taken out and that's basically if I decide that the role is a high stakes role. High stakes basically means that whoever fails gets taken out. It doesn't have to be so binary. It could be a high stakes role for one person but not so high stakes for another person. Perhaps even just an inconvenience for another person. So let's say that the players are getting into a bar fight and let's say in this context they are badasses who know how to handle themselves in a bar brawl against the locals, right? Uh, so for them, it's not a high stakes thing. They might get scuffed up uh, and they might see complications related to that. But for the locals, like if, if the players manage to win their first uh, first roll, because I have decided that's high stakes for them, then they're going to be taken out of the fight. They're going to be knocked out. Uh, they're going to be scared away. Or if we're playing with a particularly violent murder hobo uh, group of players, then they're potentially killed. Complications basically go away when we feel like basically going away when we feel like they're no longer relevant. Players can also opt to try to do a recovery roll once a scene uh, in order to reduce a complication. And finally, anytime I roll a one, uh, they have an opportunity to spend in plot points to buy that one from me and reduce a complication. And it could be any complication that they have on the board. Uh, it doesn't even have to be relevant to what's going on in the narrative. Uh, the point is, is that the complication will then be stepped back. If it's a D6 already and it's stepped back, it just disappears. If it if, if it was a higher die, it just gets stepped uh, back to a smaller die size. Uh, and that's pretty much the gist of the system. There's some more nuance there, and I'm very excited about Cortex Prime that's on its way out, and I'm interested in seeing what it offers. It sounds like backers already got uh, their copies, but I unfortunately missed that boat, and so we are more specifically working off of the framework that Firefly RPG has offered. That's the only Cortex game I had access to. Uh, and running a one-shot of that, I instantly fell in love with the system, and I hope that you all t do too. If it's not your bag, uh, hopefully you all stay for the personalities or the stories. We'll be sad to see anyone who goes because we aren't playing Genesis specifically anymore. I think that the system itself has just as much to offer as Genesis. And again, I still enjoy Genesis very much. I still plan on running Genesis in the future, it was just the better decision to move to this system. And after having already done a couple of recordings in the system, I absolutely do not regret making that decision. It's already shown to be better for us. And I think it's going to get even better for the show and for our players. And I think we'll be able to pump out more stuff without getting caught up in the weeds of, well, that's not how this works in Genesis or... If you want to do that, you have to do such and such. I, I think the players are going to be able to feel more free to 
embody the character that they had originally envisioned going into this. So uh, that's really all I had to say. Uh, again, you are going to hear a similar blurb at the beginning of a couple of episodes, and you will hear me talking players through a little bit uh, on the base mechanics, but that's going to just sort of sort itself out uh, as we go down the road. Players will get used to it or if I do need to refresh some I will probably just edit that out and uh, be of no consequence to you. In any case uh, thank you for listening we'll see you among the stars.